Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It's Texas Football Today, a show you have to enunciate. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm, back in the saddle, back from the valley, where she ate six times her weight in tacos, apparently, according to her Instagram. Yeah. It's the Duchess of the Dorks, Ashley Pickle. Howdy. So you had some tacos. I d- many of them. I think the total count was 15 in three days. I think I averaged about five per day. 15 tacos? Okay, that's healthy. I would, I would, I would, it was I that's phenomenal. Pretty healthy. Um, do we have first four through the door? We sure do. Jordan Glenn, Tony, Matthew McSpadden, and Rob Hadaway. Welcome in, guys. Uh, Ishmael Johnson is here. Hello, Ishmael Johnson. Yo, what's up? How are you? Good. Good. <laughs> Happy hoodie season. Uh, today is Monday, February 24th, 2020, 276 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 909. 909. This was Mike Hubbard's. OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. Who could forget those five games in 2001? Who could? Not not me. Nobody. <laughs> Look at us. Look, <laughs> Look at, at us. us. Not me. <laughs> on today's show, guys, we're going to talk about something that's going on in the college football world, something that's getting kicked around, a proposal uh, as far as uh, changing, um, uh, changing the transfer policy. Uh, we're going to talk about that, how it could affect college football, uh, whether or not we think it's a good thing, bad thing, indifferent thing, all that fun stuff. Then back half of the program, we'll be joined by the new head coach of the Canton Eagles. Uh, coach Casey uh, Casey Hubble will join us. Uh, Going to talk a little bit of Eagles football, his move from Breckenridge over to Canton. Uh, excited to talk to Coach Hubble coming up here at the back half of the program, so stay tuned for that. Okay, let's talk about a proposal that has kind of lit up the college football world, but especially the college athletics world. And that is the NCAA uh, is uh, the the transfer waiver working group is considering a new concept uh, for transfers. So let's start with the present situation to catch you up to speed. The present situation is that 
if you are um, if you are somebody who are uh, you can uh, transfer uh, in any sport or in we're talking about the I'm sorry we're talking about five sports here mm-hmm. football men's basketball women's basketball baseball and men's ice hockey uh, athletes who transfer in that sport must sit out a year of competition unless they graduate from their original constitution or institution. That is, so we're talking about grad, trans- grad transfers. Mm-hmm. So uh, think about Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. right, was a grad transfer. Um, uh, Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. was a grad transfer. Um, you can do that. You can do that. Or you can obtain a waiver, right? And obtain a waiver from the NCAA that says, hey, you should be immediately eligible. If you don't have either of those criteria, you have to sit out a year before you're eligible to participate in that sport. Uh, Justin Fields, I believe, was a waiver. Yes, mm-hmm. Justin Fields got a waiver moving from Georgia to Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State. He got a waiver to then play immediately for um, uh, for uh, the, the Buckeyes. Okay, so that's the current situation. The proposed situation by the Division I Transfer Waiver Working Group, which is an odd title of an organization, it would allow all athletes in all sports to transfer one time without sitting out a year of competition. So if you want to, if you are a football player at uh, Mississippi State and you want to transfer to Maryland, you can just transfer and be immediately eligible. If you were to transfer right now, you could be eligible for the 2020 season. Now, that won't. this probably won't be in place by the 2020 season. That's mm-hmm. just a hypothetical, mm-hmm. okay? But that is the current proposal out there. And you are seeing a lot of takes out there. And what you're seeing... Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Um I, w- I will say that that I think that the uh, so the, the head of the uh, this transfer waiver working group mm-hmm. is the uh, commissioner of the MAC. Mm-hmm. His name is John Steinbrecher, Brecker, um, and he has a um, he has a, 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 a quote in here from this ESPN article written by Adam Rettenberg that said the current system is unsustainable. Working group members believe it's time to bring our transfer rules more in line with today's college landscape and. By the way, this does have some support from some major groups that mm-hmm. matter. For example, the Big Ten and the ACC both say, yeah, we should let this happen. This should be something that uh, allow a, a one-time free transfer. Mm-hmm. So the takes that you're getting a lot of are that this is going to ruin college athletics. Mm-hmm. Now... I believe that there's a lot of chicken littles out there mm-hmm. who anytime we want to change anything, the sky is falling. Everything is going to die. Everything's going to ruin the integrity of the sport. Yeah. Integrity of the sport. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no, it's, I don't know. I, I, this should have been a rule change a long time ago. I, I am of the opinion that if you are not going to pay players then they should be free to transfer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. plain and simple. And especially now, I, one idea I've had a lot for a long time, and I'd still like to, this would, this would be a little bit farther than that, uh, but one thing that I've, I've always thought is if you are, I mean, you have coaches who have f- basically free transfers. They can transfer wherever they want, mm-hmm. right? If you are whenever they want, by the way, too. Yeah, yeah. whenever they want, however they want, for whatever reason they want. We and literally um, 
We literally just saw the worst case scenario happen with Mark D'Antonio after signing day, retiring Mel Tucker, leaving Colorado after signing day, going to Michigan state, leaving Colorado in a terrible position, having to make a, I believe they made the hire yesterday. I cannot remember the guy's name. Uh, former UCLA head coach was the assistant with the dolphins. Uh, they had to make a hire immediately because like the dead period is about to be up and they got to recruit. Right. And so there was like, I just called Darrell. Right. Called Darrell. And they had, was like, ah, we just got to hire someone. Yeah. Because their head coach was able to leave freely, right? Under no consequence. And so let's. This is. And I want to issue a positioning statement here first and foremost, mm-hmm. which is, let's say that you signed with Colorado. Yeah. Right. You signed to play for Mel Tucker. Yep. Right. That's or you know you mm-hmm. signed to play for the program run by Mel Tucker. Yeah. That landscape has now changed before you've even stepped on campus. Mm-hmm. I don't see why they should be you should be required to go in there when everything else has changed. Right. And 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 hold hold firm to that part of your commitment when ever when the entire landscape of things have changed. Mm-hmm. And so along th- one thing I've always thought should be in uh, national letters of intent for college players is you should be able to I think you should be able to put down two names, right? I think I think Bud Elliott had this uh, yeah. suggestion before mm-hmm. you. Yeah. yeah. Put two names down. Maybe mm-hmm. it's your head coach, and maybe it's your position coach, or maybe mm-hmm. it's the guy who recruited you right. and uh, the offense coordinator, right? Mm-hmm. Your quarterback. And if they leave, you should be able to get out of your national order of intent. I think that that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. Now and get a free transfer. Now, there is I, I am I am pretty much entirely in favor of unless you're going to pay the players, you should give them as much autonomy and freedom mm-hmm. as possible. Right. This would yeah. give them autonomy and freedom. Now, I think it's worth saying that this is uh, there is I think a rightful concern among group of 5 schools mm-hmm. that this is going to be a problem for them. Sure. That they're going yeah. to lose I some of their that. players. I am sensitive to that, <clears throat> but I am also thinking that that is a that is a small symptom that we would be solving a bigger problem, which is a lack of autonomy for players. Mm-hmm. And yes, uh, is that is that going to be a blowback? Yes, I, I think I think that they are right, and I think that in the end that will that will have a more positive effect on Power Five programs and a mm-hmm. more negative effect on Group of Five programs. Yeah. But let's find a way to work that out. Let's solve the bigger issue right. before we solve that smaller issue, which I do think does need addressing. Mm-hmm. And like, and and the one the one complaint I always hear is. Oh, this is going to set up a free agency. Oh, my gosh, it's going to be wild. It's going to be free agency in college football with Bama trying to poach recruits and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, oh, you mean like there already is in recruiting? Right. Yeah. Oh, you mean like there already is with normal transfers? Like Oklahoma's yeah. already – they were courting guys like Jalen Hurts already. Right. Yeah. They were courting recruits like um, uh, Chandler Morris already. Right? Like mm-hmm. this is – recruiting is – a free agency is a thing. We just call it recruiting. Yeah. Right? And – not every kid's gonna go to Alabama, right? Because, yeah. uh, first of all, there's still like scholarship limits. First of all, there's scholarship right. limits, and they realize depth chart and is like, oh, I'm not gonna start here. So even if, if mm-hmm. even if I have a great year at running back at North Texas, I'm not gonna transfer to TCU, yeah. right? And so, and the other thing is that I think a lot of people underestimate these the really good athletes. They're already gonna go there. They're already, well, well, that, <laughs> well, yes, they're already gonna go there, but they're also cocky. Yeah, they're the they're the, in their head. They're the guy that's going to turn around North Texas. In their head, they're the guy that's going to turn around X, Y, and Z program, mm-hmm. right? And so, no, you're not going to have. 
just everybody so, transferring whatever it's it's gonna be a slightly elevated version of what we have now mm-hmm. right which is kids transferring anyway like a five-star quarterback who realizes there's a good sophomore in front of him he's gonna leave because he wants to play now okay that's fine that's a once in every blue moon we saw that with justin fields and um uh, uh joe burrow obviously mm-hmm. um but that's not that's not going to be the norm, or that's not going to be. You're not going to see every quarterback transferring everywhere and ruining the integrity of the, whatever that means. Well, like, and to me, what this is going to do is this is going to force coaches to recruit more honestly. Yes, <laughs> you can't you're just rack say, up three, four quarterbacks right, in the signing yeah, class. Yeah, yeah, I can't be like, oh man, don't worry, man, you're going to start. You're the guy. We we promise yeah. you. And then he comes, he shows up, and he, and he's sitting on the bench. Yeah. The other thing about it is, let's say that you are a kid from, um, you're a kid. From Mejia, Texas, right? Because mm-hmm. they're going to name Tristan Abert as your new head coach. That's why it's on my mind. You're a kid from Mejia, Texas. Mm-hmm. You get co- you get you get recruited, and you go up to Michigan, right? right? You go up to Michigan. You're like, man, big time program. I want to go play for Go Blue. And you get up to Ann Arbor, and you hate it. Yeah, you absolutely cannot stand the cold or mm-hmm. something like that, right? Or you get homesick, right? Like I know when I was uh, like I I wasn't. I was just going off for academics. Yeah. When I went to Missouri, which is not that far away, there were definitely times where I felt homesick. And I was like, man, I'd really like to be closer to home. Right? Mm-hmm. But you're now having to make the choice of, oh, man, like is is taking a year off or, or losing a year of eligibility going to hurt my standing as far as potentially going and playing at the next level? Right. You have to make that choice. Mm-hmm. This is, I think, giving more autonomy to players, which is ultimately going to be a positive. Right. That's and all I'm asking for. Step, step brought up a good point, too, when we were talking about uh, like the coaching changes in particular. <laughs> like The other thing about it is when there is a coaching change, like the college isn't necessarily committed to that athlete. They can pull the scholarship with mm-hmm. a new yeah. thing. Yeah. So there is no reason for them to be left sitting there I mean that's a that's a way bigger issue of financial stuff and family stuff that it's like if they're gonna bring in a new coach is my scholarship still there because if not I need to go somewhere else so I can handle that here's here's a real easy solution to all this guys if you're really bent out of shape about this right let's make it like any other contract which is you get compensated fairly based on the market rate (laughs) And then you are locked in. Like if I sign a three-year contract with Dave Campbell's, mm-hmm. right? They wouldn't do that. I'm, I'm day-to-day, baby. <laughs> if they, if you sign a, a, if I sign a three-year contract with Dave Campbell's, yeah, I am signing that based on the idea that I am getting my market value, and I am committing to you, and you are committing to me. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's right now the there is an imbalance as far as commitment is concerned. We are asking players to commit way more to the school than the school is willing to commit to them. Mm-hmm. That's where we've got it. That's what we've got to fix. I think this is a step in the right direction. There are pitfalls. I true. I freely recognize that that this is not that this is this is going to be uh, a a shift, mm-hmm. and there's going to be pitfalls. But ultimately, I think this does more good than harm, and this is a good step in the right direction, giving players more freedom to move and and get that. And if you're again, if you're really been out of shape about it, then let's have a conversation about compensating players. That's the be- that's the bigger conversation. If you want to yeah. have that, then that's fine. But I'm I'm here for that. But but to say, oh no, we just need to keep things the same because that's because it's going to ruin the integrity of the sport. Guys, the Mountain Dew KFC Honey Gold pregame show for the All State Sugar Bowl would like to have a word mm-hmm. <laughs> about I- the integrity of the sport. 
I genuinely, I genuinely did not know exactly where you were going to end up finishing that sentence. <laughs> Started no, I mean, strong. I didn't mean, know where it was going to end up. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like every, oh, yeah. every other year, we get the the Bucky's Bowl yeah. in Birmingham. Like I don't know. Like it's always like, oh, okay, there's a new bowl that this four and seven team is going to go to because there's yeah. a bowl. The, like, the right. Gasparilla if we want to talk about yeah, the Gasparilla Mowers Bowl. bowl. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. Like, 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 like so we don't have a problem with that being part of the like that ruining the integrity of the game. Right. The reason why we have the reason why we have the playoff format is because we have branding of bowls that they can't get rid of. Yeah. Like, like the reason why we can't have this NCAA tournament style bracket is because oh, by the way, because uh, we've whoever, already whoever sponsors the Rose Bowl needs that money. We've or, already bought Liberty Mutual has already bought <laughs> yeah. fifteen right. years of this thing. Right, so. that's the reason why we play these at the Cotton Bowl and all this. Anyway, stuff. I think reasonable people can disagree, but ultimately, I think this would be a net positive for college football. We are at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. That is our subscription package. You get two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. We get the 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed directly to you before it hits newsstands. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider today at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Ashley, let's go to the hotline. And let's bring in the new head coach of the Canton Eagles. We are joined uh, by Coach Casey Hubble. Coach, how are you? Doing well. How are Thank th- you. How about you? How are things in Canton? It's going great. Going great. I've been here, I guess this will be the start of my third week here. From uh, Got hired and started on the 10th of February. So just looking to keep rolling this thing. Uh, coach, I, I want to ask you, you know, we've heard so much about why uh, you're such a good fit for this job at, at, with the Eagles. Why you're, you know, why you're such a good fit there in Canton. But, but I want to kind of take that question and reverse it. Why, why is Canton such a good fit for for you and your family? Yeah. So you know, I have twin seventh grade boys, and uh, definitely uh, looking for a place for my family to uh, grow and and call home. And uh, I was just impressed with with the with the excellence that is it goes throughout the entire community and the school system. Uh, academics is very important. Uh, their success at everywhere as far as every uh, extracurricular activity that you see. So uh, from a standpoint of that is I want my kids to be surrounded by excellence. And I thought there was no reason why the football program and, and all the athletic program couldn't, couldn't uh, be the exact same thing. So uh, it was intriguing in that manner for me and my family. Uh, it's exciting, obviously to, to head in, into Canton, but, but I know that you're leaving behind a, a, a community that, that got to know you and you got to know them very well over the course of uh, five, six years there uh, at, at Breckenridge. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in, in how tough of a decision and maybe how bittersweet it was to, to leave that Buckaroos program that you, you know, really helped to take, uh, you know, big strides, a seven and six season a couple of years ago into the third round of the playoffs. Uh, what were the emotions as far as leaving Breckenridge is concerned? Yeah, it's always it's always hard. Um, you pour your life into something and, and give everything you have, and uh, for for six years, you know, and, and it, it's hard to step away from something that you've invested that much time in. Uh, so bittersweet there, 
Um, really grateful for that opportunity. That was my first head coaching job and uh, just very fortunate and, and uh, appreciate the people there that, that were accepting and bought into everything that we were trying to get done. A lot of first class people there and uh, great kids. So, yeah, it's, it's tough. Uh, but uh, just very appreciative of them, and and now uh, it was an opportunity that I couldn't pass up for me and my family. So, uh, kind of had to make that decision. And you know how I looked at it was I make ninety five percent of my decisions that are were made over the last six years were for that town and that community, and and put those kids first. You know, a lot of times in front of my own family. And, um, you know, but this time it was time for me to make a decision that I felt like was best for, for my family and my career. So that's kind of how we got to that point. We're talking with Casey Hubble, the new head coach of the Canton Eagles here on Texas football today. Get involved with the conversation hashtag TF today. Coach, you mentioned that you've been uh, there in Canton for about three weeks or so. Uh, I know you, you've met with the, your players and you've talked with them. Your first introduction to them, what was your message to them uh, when you first addressed them as their new head coach? I just talked to him about kind of the plan of, uh, you know, they got to, they got to buy me as much as I'm, you know, selling everything that, that I want to promote and what we're going to be about. Uh, they're making decisions about me from the very beginning. And, uh, why I do what I do. And then just really got into what we're going to be about uh, as far as our athletic program and our football team and uh, explain that we're going to be about discipline, accountability, toughness and effort and kind of explained about what each one of those things meant. And then just explain that, you know, as a football team, uh, we're going to develop explosive power and uh, strength and speed. Um, and I believe that we do a great job training and, and, you know, all that started with how we train kids at Denton Geyer. And then, uh, I took those same principles and, and, and put them into a three, a school in Breckenridge and, uh, no doubt in my mind that, that it's going to convert to, to wins here also. So just sold who I was and then about what athletics and what being a part of this football program is going to do for them. And ultimately I hope it's, it's something that uh, kids are dying to get into and, and creating a program that kids want to be a part of. And um, just taking care of kids, loving them, working them hard, and uh, creating uh, the best athletes that we can possibly put on the field. You know, uh, there are folks out there in Canton who are, are obviously getting to know you uh, and who probably uh, have never seen a, a Breckenridge game. Uh, they are about uh, 200 miles apart. They've probably not seen uh, a, a team coached uh, by Casey Hubble. So, so for for Eagles fans who who are tuning in, uh, what what kind of team can they expect to see? What what kind of uh, what what do you expect? Uh, you know, is going to be the identity of your team uh, going forward? Yeah. So, uh, I love the game of football for for the what it really is, and it, it's a battle. Uh, so I thrive and I get excited about the, the, the prospect of trying to dominate people uh, physically as well as uh, tactically. But um, we're, we're going to be we're going to be an extremely physical team from doesn't matter what position you play. Physical for a defensive lineman is different than physical from a, for a receiver. Uh, but from from that standpoint, we're going to be a physical football team. Uh, I would, you know, we, I would rather win by seven, seven to nothing than, than score 45 
and um, you know a team get on the bus and and nobody's nobody hurts. <laughs> I, I want I want to create. I, I don't want I don't want people to want to play us. I, I want us to be extremely physical, and then I want our kids to know that they've done everything they could possibly do to put themselves in a situation to be successful. And the terminology we use or what we talk about is we want them to be able to step on the field and play fearless. And that's not a, a, a gimmick or a slogan. That just means when I get on the field, I know I've been trained. I know I've done everything my coaches have asked me to do. I know my teammates have been right there with me going through the exact same thing. So we can go out and play uh, kind of with a reckless abandon and cut things loose and and uh, let the cards fall where they may. And uh, that that's a gift we give ourselves by doing what it takes to succeed for an entire year, you know, before we get to a game or to a season. So uh, we can just go play and, and, and cut loose and, and uh, see what happens. Coach, the uh, I believe literally the, the day before you got uh, approved by the board there in Canton was UIL realignment. And so you guys uh, – and, and so your your gift, your welcome home to, to Canton gift is uh, District 7, 4A Division 2. Uh, we're at uh, you know you're you're gonna draw teams like Van Mejia, uh, Bullard, and Brownsboro uh, along with your Eagles. I'm interested kind of in, in your overall feel for uh, your overall take and when you take a look at the district that you guys are gonna be playing in. Yeah, you know I'm not really familiar with everything that goes on out here. I, I, a lot of respect for those people. Uh, I know some of them have done some really good things, and um, but ultimately we don't really care about them. We're not gonna focus on anybody. Uh, we're going to focus on us every day, and uh, that's the only team that I've been hired to coach. So that's that's where all our focus will be is on trying to make sure that we become the best version of of a football team that we can become. So um, we're always going to respect our opponents and know that uh, they're working too, and 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 they've got kids that that are bought in. And uh, but but as far as us. We're not we're not ever going to worry about them or focus on them. We're going to spend our time uh, right at home where it needs to be. And uh, uh, th that's just how we're going to look at it. We're not going to have a, a big week with a rivalry game or, uh, you know, have to beat this team. Uh, we're just going to focus on us. And, you know, the kids know whenever we're playing somebody that's 20 miles away and and, and there's been a rivalry there. Uh, th those things happen uh, without any help from us as coaches. So. Uh, we're just going to focus on being the best we can be and uh, get ready to go to work and, and, and put a good product out on the field. Finally, Coach, you're, I know you're making yourself at home there in Van Zandt County, uh, but the, the, the big question, I think, for, for everybody in Canton is, have you made it to Dairy Palace yet? I have. And? I have. Whenever we, I got hired on <laughs> Tuesday, and, and me and my family drove down Friday and went and watched a basketball game, and um, it was a great atmosphere. And then uh, afterwards, we went and hit the drive-through to Barry, uh, Dairy Palace. We were a little exhausted, so we didn't go in. But I have been there, and I've been there since that. So yes, it's very good. <laughs> he's he's a true true man of Canton now. He's the uh, head coach of the Canton Eagles, Coach Casey Hubble. Ro coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on the new gig, and uh, best of luck down the road. Thank you. Appreciate it. There he goes, Casey Hubble, the head coach of the Canton Eagles, joining us from out east, Van Zandt County. Appreciate his time. Excited to see what he's able to do there uh, with the Eagles uh, in Canton. I know my wife loves Canton because um, they've got the trade days, the first first Monday, first Tuesday, first Monday uh, trade days out there, the flea markets.
Which, That's what Step commented too. Oh, my wife is. Oh man, it is just. <laughs> for for a for a basic white girl like my wife, oh, uh, that's just that's like the Super Bowl. It is it is it is. It, we went out there, and I remember, okay, a, a small story from that. Just I think this really paints the picture of what Canton trade days are like. Uh, you go around to, to these tables, and there's guys, people who are selling all sorts of stuff. And you know, uh, there was one guy who like he had all these tables, and, and one box here was uh, like watch was like watches. They were just like kind of older watches, probably needed batteries, mm. stuff like that. Get the watches. Uh, and, and the next one, next one next to it was just uh, was like watch faces. Like okay, well you know, like, just missing a band if you need that. And the next box was just gears. <laughs> Like just like watch gears. <laughs> it's like if you want these, like they got a little like the the uh, the minute hands, just a bunch of them in that box. Be like, all right, cool. Just, you know, fifty cents for a whole bag of them if you want them. I'm like, this is a remarkable mm. place. Like, <laughs> anyway, appreciate Coach Casey Hubble uh, hopping on with us. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Uh, we've had a couple questions in the comments today about um, how uh, Quero, obviously, mm-hmm. coach, um, how do you, I'll sum it up with how do you think that he fits with that program? Yeah, I think he's a good, I think it's a Jack Alvarez is a great fit there. I think that um, that is a guy who fundamentally um, Quero is a blue collar town mm-hmm. and Jack Alvarez he is a blue collar dude. Yep. That is that is my overall opinion on that. I think personality-wise, he fits really well. I think if you go, uh, Travis Reeve is a blue-collar guy. I think a lot of reason why he's so beloved, besides winning a state championship in in uh, Quero, is because he just fits in that community. Jack Alvarez is a great fit, and by the way, he's a winner too. Mm-hmm. He's got a state championship under his belt. Um, a guy who who has not been afraid of big challenges. Uh, there at, at uh, wherever he's been, so I think that Jack Alvarez is a really, really good hire uh, for Quero, and uh, that was the one that we were teasing a little bit. We had kind of heard rumblings about that, but we owe it to Coach Alvarez to be able to tell his players uh, on on his own terms. So yes, we are very excited about Jack Alvarez at Quero. Big step bomb day today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tristan Abrams going to be the head coach. Uh, has to be approved. All these come with the uh, caveat that they have to be approved by the board, mm-hmm. so there's that. Uh, Tristan Abron, uh, our Dave Campbell's Texas Football Coach of the Year, uh, is leaving Paul Pewitt uh, to head to Mejia. It's a great hire for Mejia. Um, Call of the Heritage. Looks like yeah, they may be reeling in, name, yeah. reeling in Kirk Martin, the former Manville coach who had left to go be an assistant at Syracuse. Mm-hmm. It sounds like he is coming home uh, to be the head coach at Colleyville Heritage. Maynard has mm-hmm. promoted uh, promoted their office coordinator. James Keller has been there for almost going on 15 years. I think. Wow. So it's, good a, for him. it's a big, big moment yeah. for him. Good, good for him. Yeah, so big step bomb season. And then um, uh, today, it uh, looks, or just now, this is coming down, step up, uh, tweeted about uh, Rick LaFavors uh, is leaving mm-hmm. uh, Lamar Consolidated to head to Fort Bend Ridgepoint to pro- uh, promote, uh, or rather to replace Brent Sniffen. So uh, big movement today in, in step bomb season, uh, big coaching changes around the state. Any other final thoughts? No. You done? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll tease this. Big time guest tomorrow. In studio, uh, just tune in. It's going to be fun. It'll be a little different, but I promise <laughs> you, we've got a big time guest on deck in studio. Going to be a lot of fun. If you and w- movie review on Friday, and movie so review it's a Friday. fun week. It's a fun week. So if you are into that kind of stuff, um, I don't want to. I don't want to give away too no, much. No, don't don't say anything. 
it's just tune in. It's going to be fun. It's, it's, a, it's a guy that I've been trying to get on the show for a while, and I'm finally excited we were able to make our schedules work. So that is going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Casey Hubble, the head coach at Canton, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle and Ishmael Johnson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Thank <laughs> you.